Hello, welcome. Hope you guys are all having a fab day. This is Daily Sky Aspects for November 8th, 2018. Today's planetary love and life energy vibes are adventurous, high-reaching, cultured, jet-settery, lucky, and expansive. Today, Jupiter is going into Sagittarius, which is fabulous, and I will get to that in a moment. The first aspect is the moon trying Uranus at 2.01 a.m., and the vibes with this is going to give you the urge for something new, and you're wanting something new where you're wanting to make certain changes in your life, depending on where this is set up in your chart, and by that, where this is transiting in your chart. You're going to be looking for something new. You're going to be looking for some change here. Uranus is all about change and excitement, and there's something that needs to be revamped. There's something in your energy or something within your life that just needs excitement and fun, and so it's going to bring a lot of changes in that sort of way. Also, a emotional change. Emotional change is a good thing. This is something that you always need. And I say this because, you know, you can't always have the same emotions about situations. And I don't mean like you're switching emotions in serious, stable relationships, but, you know, there are things that need change and your emotions may change to a situation that no longer serves you. It may change to a situation where, you know, you might have felt like you didn't have any strength and now you actually feel confident within yourself. So emotional change is a good thing. This is actually a good aspect. And now... For the fun aspects, well, some of them aren't so fun, but Jupiter is going into Sagittarius at 4.36 a.m. So after 12 long years, Jupiter is finally going back into its home sign where it's comfortable and expansive and happy-go-lucky and adventurous. So the vibes and the dynamics are going to be changing in so many ways. Jupiter was in Scorpio for a year. Scorpio is and this is just my opinion. Scorpios are fantastic. I happen to enjoy them. I know people sometimes are afraid of them, but you know, when you get down to it and you get to know them, they're really cool, deep people. However, in Jupiter, it just doesn't work. It's kind of like, Wearing a color that you know is just completely wrong for you. And right now in my head, I'm thinking of orange. Orange looks great on other people. Orange does not look good on me. And this is, and, and, and obviously this is more extreme and intense because this is Scorpio we're dealing with. And Scorpio being in an expansive planet like Jupiter, it just was overblown bullshit going on. And it wasn't all bad. It forced us to look at things that we needed to look at. It forced us to look at the bigger picture in our lives. And by that, you know, things that just weren't necessary, things that were deep that we were ignoring for a while. And this could have been ignoring friendships, relationships, romantic relationships, um, you know, jobs and just business and even questioning education and, you know, the education that you might have gotten from a traditional college or some other place, you know, you're going to be in, everything's going to be in question, you know, and it's overblown because it's with Scorpio and Scorpio is deep. Scorpio goes deep. Scorpio goes beneath the surface and uncovers things. Scorpio uncovers the darker aspects of life. You know, and sometimes some of the good, sometimes some of the bad, but generally there's a lot of stuff that comes out that's really revealing and cutting. And so it made you examine a lot of areas in your life. And depending on where this was transiting in your chart, this definitely made you examine, you know, friendships, business, you know, again, education. There are some people like kind of just going around like, you know, like I 
why did I go to school for this? Why did I do this? You know, it, it just had a lot of questioning and a lot of seeking. You're just seeking the truth and knowledge of what's going on in your life. And, you know, for a lot of people, it was chaotic, but, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, with Scorpio, the gift with Scorpio is it helps you purge out what's no longer serving you and what's no longer needed in your life. And these things need to happen. But enough of that. We have Jupiter and Sagittarius. This is going to be great. This is going to be fun. And no, I'm not saying it's all going to be great. Jupiter definitely has its downside, but there's more positive aspects to Jupiter and attributes to Jupiter than there are negative attributes to Jupiter. It's going to be a time of just renaissance and like feeling like you're finally waking up and you can finally see the bigger picture in a clear and healthy way, not so much a negative way, not so much a negative focus or just myopic in the way you're looking at things. So look at the areas of your life where Jupiter is transiting because it's going to be lit up brightly with Jupiter's energy. I mean, you're going to find yourself more upbeat in that area. You're going to find yourself feeling lucky, like happy-go-lucky and luck in general. And luck in general being good things coming your way, opportunities, you know, things that are unexpected in a good way, not Uranus unexpected because we already know how that can go sometimes. Um you know, you're looking at new areas of learning. I mean, maybe you finally made the decision to go back to school and get a degree in some other area or even just taking courses. It doesn't even necessarily have to be like a traditional college. You could be just taking courses on a place like Udemy or you could be doing things like cooking classes or just something that you're wanting to learn or delve deep. Hey, you could be going and learning astrology. You could be going and learning esoteric sort of topics as well. Because Jupiter wants to know everything and all. And with it being in Sagittarius, there is going to be so many balls spinning in the air on all the possibilities of what you can learn, what you get to know, and how you can really expand your mind and kind of just bring it to a place where you you have this deep knowledge and understanding of the universe. There's going to be a lot of philosophical talk. And interest in philosophies overall. And with that, too, I mean, there's a lot of cultural energy. There's a lot of artsy energy. So there's a lot of there's an artsy side. You can find yourself all of a sudden going on gallery tours or, you know, gallery hopping and, you know, checking out other cultures or trying new foods from other cultures that you thought you never would try. And you're just wanting to try new things. And of course, with that Uranus aspect we had earlier, this goes really well with this because it's going to really make you want to like try new things, open your horizons, you know, see what else is out there beyond what you've been, you know, having in your world. Like if you're living in a like one dimensional world, and I'm not saying everybody's living in a one dimensional world, but say you're the picky eater or you just don't like certain food types and everything. And all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I kind of want to try something different. I'm trying to think of a different type of food to try, but you know, nothing's coming off the top of my head. But, you know, I mean, hey, say you're a meat and potatoes person and all of a sudden you decide that you want to actually go to a nice Italian restaurant and actually try Italian food. There's so many different types of foods you can be going out and trying. But all I'm saying is with Jupiter, you're going to be open minded to those things. The fabulous thing about Jupiter is this planet is going to help bring people together and it's going to bring people together in the way where any bridges that you might have burnt with friends during that Scorpio and Jupiter fiasco um, that was going on or just some of these other aspects that we've had. Let me just mention the retrogrades this year. Have I ever mentioned the retrogrades? Because we had lots of retrogrades, so I'm pretty sure I've mentioned them. That 
cause a lot of craziness, chaotic energy. Yes, a lot of it was for the best. A lot of it wasn't for the best. I mean, some of it was just kind of downright just nasty. But at the same time, you know, we learned things, we purged what we didn't need. But there are still relationships that weren't meant to go. And there are still relationships that are worth mending. And this is going to help you mend those relationships. This is going to help you mend the relationships that are meant to stay. Because again, there's been a lot of chaotic, upside down, topsy-turvy sort of shit going on. And this is going to be that sort of thing that's going to help you bring those people back in. So whether it was friends, whether it was a relationship you were in, family members, those types of relationships that were affected by some of these aspects, I'm not just going to blame all all on Scorpio, but those aspects that really affected the relationships that weren't meant to break, because not all relationships are meant to break. I mean, and some people think that, you know, like, oh, maybe it's for the best. Yeah. In some cases, it's for the best, and you'll know when it's for the best because you've already been through the ringer with that person so much that there's no coming back for it. But for the ones that weren't necessarily unstable that just abruptly ended, not all, no, those aren't the ones that were really meant to like go in your life. So don't at all be surprised if you're getting messages from people that you had a falling out with during this period, during this year, during the last year that all this, you know, crazy cosmic stuff has been going on. So, I mean, this is really good for mending fences and even on a world view and a world scope, this is actually really good for mending fences. And I'm not making any predictions about the world. So please don't think that I am not getting political here because I don't like doing that, but but, you know, there could be some like hope that comes. There could be some like hope with mending fences with like other people, cultures, you know, hopefully, you know, politically and everything like that. And again, am I getting political? But I'm just saying it in a small amount, in a small dose. Don't at all be surprised if those things end up happening. It would be nice if it did. But, you know, we'll see how this all works out. But, you know, with this energy, it's just all about togetherness. And again, don't at all be surprised if you end up hearing from people sliding into your DMs. And I don't mean fuck boys. I mean, friends, people of substance, people that you really cared about that just things just weren't working out and the falling out happened. And then now you're like ready to resume. They're ready to resume and to really like just put things back together. And that would be really nice if that works out for you guys, because it's nothing worse than losing people that you really care about and vice versa. But anyway, this is going to be so good. I, I'm very happy about this energy. And oh, travel plans, travel plans up the wazoo with this. You know, we had a Mercury conjunct Jupiter aspect last week, and that was all setting the tone for this. I mean, there were so many aspects to Jupiter that's going on that sets the tone for what's about to happen and lays the groundwork for what's about to happen through this next year, that there are so many helpful, great, things that are going to come into your life that's going to really help you start getting out of this rut that you've been in and this rut that Scorpio might have caused or the retrogrades might have caused, you're going to start moving and stuff. Any plans that you've had, any big plans, long-term, long-game plans, whether that be travel to somewhere cool, whether that be your business, whether that be starting a business, going back to school, anything like that, getting married, you know, just those types of things, those long-term goals, you're going to start seeing that the fog is lifting and that the restrictions are lifting and you're able to actually move through life the way you want to. And again, however this is transiting in your chart, that area of your life is going to be lit up. 
and you're going to get a chance to see all the possibilities that weren't there before you. And by before you, they weren't in front of you. There were no possibilities in front of you. It felt like you were kind of just like crawling around in the dark. And now all of a sudden it's just like, ha, huh, I got an answer. Like there's nothing better than that. And also with this too, there's epic romantic energy as well. So, you know, any people who are in relationships, you're going to start seeing there's, it's, it's more demonstrative from you and your partner. You guys are on the same page with one another and just things are epic. And those travel plans or doing things together, is, it's going to all come together really nicely. And for those who are single, you know, there are better people coming in. There are quality people coming in. And those quality people, I mean, they can sweep you off your feet and not in a way of it being like, come in fast and burn out fast. This actually feels like it's more or less the long-term sort of energy that pops up around you here. So take advantage of the Jupiter energies. There's a lot going on. So some of the other aspects that are going to be transiting Jupiter is Jupiter conjunct the moon. Now this one is going to be all about expressing yourself without coming off like a creeper. And what I mean by that is you're able to express your feelings without coming off like a stalker, without coming off like you're obsessed, without coming off like you're just nuts. And those types of feelings are more so emotional feelings. They're more so to deal with, you know, newer relationships or people who are, who've been dating for a few months and that, and you're starting to, you're starting to express your feelings. You're starting to let this person know, I really like you. I'm falling for you. I'm into you. Sometimes that could be scary. It could be scary in a new relationship to express those feelings because some people don't know how to take it. Some people take it a weird way. And you know, that's, there's that fear of rejection, but with this, you're not going to have that. And again, this is stable situations. I always have to just say that we'll repeat that till to no end that this is stable situations, not situations where someone ghosted at you, disappeared for a few weeks. It's not like that. That's something completely different. Those situations obviously don't express your feelings for that person if you haven't heard from them in weeks. It's no good. No good will come out of that. Also with this too, if you're in a stable relationship or your relationship is more mature, it might mature long-term, like you guys have been together for a couple of years or you guys have been together for a year or so. And, and no, that's not a mature relationship, but you know where I'm going with this. Basically, with those types of relationships, you're finally hearing what you've been waiting for from this person. So, you know, in a lot of ways, it could be a proposal. It could be just, you know, how their true feelings are. They're finally expressing themselves. Say you've been dating someone who has a hard time expressing their emotions and and you know that they care about you and it's been said, but they don't really display it a lot. They don't verbalize it a lot. They don't confirm it. You don't get to do like you guys just don't have the same sort of love language yet. You guys are right for each other and it works. It, these type of people are going to start expressing themselves a little more. I'm not saying they're going to do it every day, but you know, you start getting that confirmation that, yeah, okay, we are on the same page. I care about you too. I'm being very general about the way I'm saying it, but there are just some people who just don't express their emotions. And not like you don't get the I love you's, love you's from them, but you don't get the demonstrative verbal affirmations, for, you know, the love affirmations from them. And I'm not saying that all of a sudden they're going to get poetic and like get down and throw rose petals at you, but they're expressing themselves better than they are. It's kind of like that 80-20 rule. 80% is better than 20%. Well, you're getting that 80% from them finally. Another aspect with Jupiter is going to be Jupiter trying the moon's north node. And this is going to be excellent. It's karmic energy. You know, anybody who's been putting in the work, and I definitely feel like I addressed this one before, but this one's coming up along with this aspect. So let me not get sidetracked here because I could definitely go 
on a long-winded tangent, and I probably shouldn't do that. So anyway, yes, this aspect is karmic, and this is karmic for people who have been putting the work in. This is karmic for people who have really just kind of, I don't even want to say struggled. I mean, it might have been a struggle, but now things are coming through for you and you're starting to actually see that, you know, you're making it, you're doing well with your finances. You're starting to see that, you know, you're having lucky moments and it doesn't necessarily have to be financial. Jupiter brings all kinds of gifts. It could be luck, um, you know, just with a job. It could be luck with, in which obviously that's finances, but it could be luck with school. It, it could be luck with education. It could be luck as far as love and you know, this is great for bringing things in. And it's just like this cloud nine feeling where you're just so happy and you're able to like be jovial and fun and just lighthearted and such and everything. I mean, it's such a good aspect to hit someone that this is going to be perfect, you know, just for anyone that's feeling this the most in their charts. Another aspect is Jupiter Quincux Uranus. This is unpredictable energy because it's Uranus we're dealing with. And it's unpredictable energy, good, bad, and indifferent. So there could be some sudden turns in certain areas of your life, depending on where this is transiting. And, you know, the sudden turns, they could be good. They could be, you know, crazy, scary. Sudden turns sometimes aren't always bad. I know that Uranus has a bad rap for it, but there's it's a very changeable energy. So you don't know what you're going to get with this at times. But for the most part, this isn't a horrible energy. This isn't one of those where it's just like, okay, yeah, watch out doom and gloom. But just know that there are things that can shift that are very unexpected with this. Um, there's high levels of intuition with this one. You're able to see things, you know, for what they are. You're able to like actually have like a vision and a vision being you're able to like seek out the right opportunities and see through things that you need to see through. So in a way, I feel like that kind of like eases this aspect somewhat. And, you know, it's it's a little dramatic. It's a little opinionated. Yes, it's dual natured because, I mean, you're dealing with the quincox here and it can be a bit contradictory, but it does have its bright spots. So try to work this energy to your advantage. The next one is Jupiter square Mars. I have this in my chart. It makes you hyper. Um, this is the type of energy that makes you ambitious as fuck. You are going to be highly ambitious, kinetic energy, resourceful, competitive, determined. I don't necessarily have the competitive part with other people with this aspect. It's more so I'm competitive with myself and it makes you take on challenges. It makes you bite off more than you can chew sometimes. It, you can overpromise and underdeliver in certain circumstances with this. So you have to be careful and try to channel this energy as positively as you possibly can. And by that, if you have the time, you know, go work out. If you have the time and you need to get things done, like say like you have paperwork from your office, this would be a good aspect to do it under. Um, but make sure you're watching everything you're doing and you're not doing it so fast that you have a screw up or, you know, there's typos or anything like that. Because that can happen with these types of aspects. And also, too, with this, you know, it's going to make you adventurous. It's going to give you that I can do anything, you know, anything you could do, I could do better sort of energy. And sometimes that's good and it's playful and fun just as long as it doesn't get too like knuckleheaded and competitive. Play around with this aspect because it's going to make you diligent. It's going to make you fun. It's going to make you want to go out and like do things. And it's great energy for like working out and being athletic and channeling that energy and tiring yourself out because Again, I have this in my chart. I am hyper. This can make you really hyper. I mean, if you couldn't tell by the way I talk, I talk pretty fast and can trip on my words because of that. And this aspect in itself and everything could be a blessing and it could be a curse. So 
do with it what you will. <laughs> the last Jupiter aspect we have, because there was more, and so, but wait, there's more. No, this is actually the last one. This is Jupiter's semi-square Pluto, and this is ambitious energy. It's pursuitful. It's needing to go out and impact the world, needing to go out and make the, your mark on the world. And it's intense. It's intense motivation. And, you know, that could be great, but that could also go so wrong. That can totally go left because with this energy, it can cause you to come off manipulative and impetuous and people are going to take you the wrong way. Even if you have good intentions, you might come off as just somebody who's trying to ride someone else's coattails. You might come off as if you're trying to benefit off other people, opportunistic. You have to be very careful with this energy. If you can balance it out the best way possible, please do or tuck it in, tuck in your emotions tuck in the way you're coming off because you'll come off really wrong. And if you are affected or you know somebody who seems like they're affected by this aspect, you know, in a negative way, there's power tripping energy. It's it can, it's manipulative energy and letting success go to your head. So if you're meeting people like that or you know people like that or you yourself or you're going through that, you just had a big promotion or a big break and all of a sudden you're acting like egoic is all fuck, then this is going to be problematic. And honestly, this is the type of aspect we're dealing with Pluto. Pluto's not nice. Pluto wants you to change and transform and become a better person. And unlike Saturn that, yeah, you get some sort of karmic discipline from Saturn, which is a kick in the teeth. Pluto's more or less a kick in I don't even know where, but it leaves a hole. You definitely don't want to do that. If you're feeling like that and you're being told by people who you care about that you're acting that way, then please take several steps back and really work on you so that way you're not getting the karmic backlash of this aspect or, you know, I mean, you're not affecting people that care about you. Who wants to do that? That's kind of sucky. So the last two aspects are moon aspects. The moon sextile Venus at 902. 9 p.m. This is about resolving relationship drama and having fun with your love interests and soul connections. So relationship energy with this is really good. Anyone who is in a stable relationship or is in a stable relationship, they mend fences with one another and it's just a highly intuitive connection. And the last aspect of the night is going to be the moon conjunct Saturn at 9.09 p.m. So these aspects are happening at the same time. Now, this one may not actually come off good. This one isn't like great. Like it's not great because the perception with it is off. And the perception with this is off because you're going to feel like people are ghosting you. You're going to feel like, you know, you're talking to someone one moment and they're either being short or they completely disappear. And that's going to be like frustrating as all hell. But it's unintentional. You know, you're dealing with people who are either being very spacey and sometimes you think you responded to someone and you really didn't. I know I'm guilty of it. A lot of my friends are guilty of it. You pick up the phone, and you're having a conversation with them, and then you think that you responded in your head, but you really didn't respond and you like walked away from your phone thinking that everything is good. And then <laughs> you walk back to your phone and have a barrage of angry text messages like, how dare you? And it's just like, wait a minute. No, I thought I responded. Sorry. And then you hit the send button. It just, it's one of those types of things. And, you know, I mean, yeah, there are people that do this intentionally and curve and all that. So, I mean, there's some of that today, of course, that's, but that type of, that type of stuff happens every day. But with this aspect, this is a little bit of a misunderstanding sort of energy, no bad intentions, no malice or anything like that. So just spaciness, honestly. Well, anyway, that's it for today. I will be looking at tomorrow's aspects tomorrow. 
Later, guys.